0: This episode is sponsored by Studio Sweden Headphones and Cryptid Crate. This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Everybody and welcome to the Secret Transmission Podcast. I am your host, Toby. Alongside me are my co-hosts. Please, co-hosts, introduce yourselves. Kristen. Addison. And today, we're going to be talking Disney World, Disneyland, maybe, possibly a little bit. And I have an expert on the line, a Disney World expert. Will
1: you please introduce yourself? I'm Bob from the Cretans Guild, and... Calling me an expert would be—I uh, don't know if I go that far, but I'm definitely someone who has very well viced.
0: You—you've been to Disney World at least once. Is that—that that right?
1: Did you say one or one hundred? Because even that's le- low.
0: <laughs> even once is uh, a lot more than me, because Kristen and I have never been. Neither ha- have ha- I. You haven't been either, nope. Edison? So, oh my we God, I'm all... talking to
1: the heathens. <laughs> the poor folk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh we invited you because we needed your expertise on on this and and you know it's, there's that it, word again it, <laughs> well it's summertime people are wanting to go vacationing and and on your show the nerd or not uh show you've uh, given some great tips on where you should have uh, or where you should use your fast pass where you can get adult beverages and it had me thinking that's a good and all, but what are some bad things that have happened there? Oh my god, how long do you have? <laughs> is it is the list uh, ridiculous? Because I've got a pretty good list on my side.
1: You know, for a place that's supposed to be the happiest place on Earth, a lot of people have died there. <laughs> like, brutally died. Ooh,
2: See, that, Like I don't recall like ever hearing anything about stuff like that there. Right. I guess it's just, it's nuts to think that it actually happens.
0: Well, we will get to all that in a little while. Uh, first, I wanted to start all this off with some lightheartedness, even though I'm probably doing this backwards, and, uh, you know, because usually you watch, like, a cartoon or a happy movie after you watch a horror movie so you can go to sleep. We're going to do the exact opposite. We're going to watch the happy movie first and then watch the horror movie. <laughs> so, I hope you're about to go to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, our sponsor
1: sp- by the way is not Disney, it's Universal.
0: <laughs> okay, let me ask that real quick. Uh your opinion, which is better? Sorry. Uh
1: which is better, Disney or Universal? I guess it really depends on your personal taste. Um I mean, there are people who are huge Harry Potter fans and then there are people who absolutely love Star Wars and you know, one of those parks have something for whatever you're into. So, if you got kids, yeah, you're probably going to end up at Disney World, whether you like it or not. <laughs> but if you got teenagers or a little older, Universal is probably more of your speed.
0: Oh, ah, okay. See, I I wouldn't know either one. I, is Spider Man still at Universal? I, I remember that being a thing.
1: It is still Universal. You know, when was the last time you were at either of those parks?
0: I've never been to either. I've just heard how cool the Spider Man
1: ride was. I can confirm. Yes, the Spider Man ride is pretty cool. It's been updated a couple of times you see Stanley all over the damn thing.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's cool. See, that's probably the one I would want to go to even though I do love some Disney stuff. But uh I'm going to start jumping into some of my fun facts and they're just random fun facts. Some of them are really short, some of them are probably not as interesting as others, but I've got them regardless. Let's hear it. July 17th, 1955, on opening day, Walt had sent out 6,000 invitations but 28,000 people showed up.
1: Yeah. Uh Disneyland was not a first day bombardment of a success. It was uh it was overly hot. Uh water fountains were not working. There's stories of the cement because it was so freshly laid that women's high heels were getting stuck. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. See, I I didn't see any of that. This is exactly why we asked you to come on and help us. Not a problem. That's crazy. Uh, Okay, so here's another one. When the uh, park first opened, an adult admission ticket was as cheap as $1. Jeez.
1: That sounds true, but I'm not sure if they did this. Because when Walt Disney World first opened, I'm going to assume that Disneyland had Carried, started and carried it to this point in 1971 when Disney World opened, uh, you would pay for an admission, but that admission wouldn't get you on every single ride inside the park. That would only uh, allow you to... Get you
3: know,
1: in. <laughs> yeah, it would let you get in and like watch a few shows, have a meal if you want. If you wanted to get on one of the rides, especially one of the higher-end rides, you had to buy a coupon book. And they came in coupons of A, B, C, D, and E. The most popular rides were always on the E's. And that's where the term the E-ticket comes from. So the oh. rides that are really, really popular are referred to as E-ticket rides, even though they phased out the ticket or the coupon <laughs> portion <laughs> at this They still hold point.
3: their name?
0: Yeah. Those those are the excellent rides. That's why.
1: Yeah, the really big ones, <laughs> like, say, Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, You na- the really big top-tier ones that everybody wants to go to the park for.
0: All I know is everyone wants to ride Space Mountain. I've learned that from Ric Flair.
1: And everyone's crazy because I've seen that ride with the lights on, and I am never getting on it again.
3: Yeah, that's what we were talking about, how we would compare (laughs) it to the Runaway Mountain at Six Flags.
1: Yeah,
0: our Runaway Mountain uh, is terrifying. (laughs) So I imagine it's the same concept and same... It's built
3: way close, and if somebody who's at least six foot two or so puts their hands up in the air they can hit like the The track the the, the track and the bars and everything
1: yeah i've heard that the sensation of especially when you're going through a tunnel and it's pitch black so you can't really see it and judge its distance i mean no one has officially been seriously hurt on this ride there's been a few people like done some stupid things but no one has like been killed. No one's been seriously hurt. There are rumors flying around that, oh, somebody was decapitated on space, but no. oh it never gosh,
0: happened. yeah, uh, see, okay, <laughs> let me let me throw this in here real quick. I'm terrified of heights. snakes and heights, those are my two only fears. That and being fit, I think I don't, <laughs> but you and I share a lot of phobias then <laughs> well, see i'm I'm terrified of heights, and like I get paralyzed when i if I do get on roller coasters. Let
3: me paint a picture for everybody how terrified of heights he is, okay, we had to go up in the attic one time, and Toby went up there, and of course, you have the attic ladder, and this so we have the first story of our house, and then this is on the second story, so. Right there by the attic, there just happens to be the stairs to go downstairs. So there's just the railing right there, the ledge that you kind of go up by. He was going up the attic ladder and he was shaking so bad that you could feel the house shaking. You're talking this. I mean, this is a brick home. It shouldn't be shaking. But he was shaking so bad. The whole entire house was trembling. And I was like, are you okay? And he's like, no. Just don't in, talk to now. In his me right
1: defense, now. some of those attic ladders are not, they don't feel like they're very structurally sound. And for a <laughs> no, heavyset no. guy myself, I'm, I'm very leery about going up in my attic if I ever well, have to.
3: When we had the electrician come over because our heater had stopped working and he just had to press his button, like I was up there, you know, and I was sitting like feet where my feet were first on the attic thing. And he's like standing down there with his hand up going, don't, you know. Don't do that, you know? And I'm like, look, I'm not as scared as, it, it as you out. are about it. Like, he gets freaked out <laughs> real easy. and I'm like, I'm fine. You just need to go sit down or something.
0: Yeah, it freaks me out. So uh, I, I'm, I'm saying all this because I don't much care for roller coasters. So when we start talking about the scarier things, this is only going to put me even further away from riding a roller coaster anytime soon. So just throwing that out there. Um, so one of my other fun facts is... They've only closed the gates a handful of time at Disneyland. So I don't know if this is including Disney World, but I know Disneyland, or this. my research said Disneyland. Uh, 1963, after JFK's assassination. Yep. Uh, 1970, due to an anti-Vietnam riot. That
1: one's
0: new to me. Yeah, 1994, after the Northridge earthquake. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah California. Sure, why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh two thousand one on of course nine yeah. eleven. So is that the same for Disney World or, or
1: Disney World has closed a total of seven days. Really? Yeah. And um most of that is because in the state of Florida we tend to get a couple of uh bad rainstorms, uh yeah. usually cat three or higher. <laughs> I guess that's good reason to shut down for the day. Well, the weird thing is they seem to be more aggressive with it now, because back in 2004, when Hurricane Charlie came through, that was the most devastating earthquake or uh, hurricane that we've had in a long, long time. And it flew through Orlando at breakneck speed much, much faster than a normal hurricane normally does. Uh, Disney was closed for one day, open the the day after it went through.
4: Wow. jeez.
1: Now, last year... Hurricane Irma, which I've written out nine hurricanes. Hurricane Irma was the scariest one I've ever written out. Disney was closed for two and a half days.
0: Wow. You know it's bad when Disney's... Uh, that That's how y'all... Uh, and y'all, y'all, Disney's y'all, like, fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> that's how you measure out how bad a storm is. is how long was Disney closed? Two days? Holy shit. <laughs> So
1: yeah, but, and for being like one of the biggest employers in—no, the, actually, they are the biggest employer in all of the state of Florida. That's a lot of people not working.
0: Wow. Yeah, I, that's nuts. I don't know. I don't know how you go back to work after your house has just been blown away. Yeah,
3: and have to put on a happy face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, that's hell right there. Trying to, you know, be happy and be a princess or whatever your job is that day.
1: Yeah, we were without power for a full week after the hurricane and after 3 days we said, "You know what? We're going to go down and stay at Disney for a single night so we can have some hot water, some air conditioner, and oh, yeah, we could watch a little bit of TV." Oh
0: wow. So it really was the most magical place on earth for That, that night week. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh so I've got I found this about the the uh, people wearing the masks. They are not allowed to take off the masks in front of the guests. If something is going wrong, they have to cover their eyes and raise one. they cover their eyes with with one hand and they raise their other hand. And that lets uh, the maintenance people know that there's something wrong. They don't feel good, possibly barfed in the costume, (laughs) (laughs) which is
1: depending on the temperature outside. That is that dictates how long a character cast member can stay out in the heat. If it's uh, at a certain point uh, in the temperature gauge, they can stay out for 30 minutes. If it's a little cooler, they can stay out for an hour. After that, they bring them back regardless, just so they can get a rest. But yeah, they do have a number of uh ha- secret hand signals that they give. Each cast member has a handler cast member uh, that follows them everywhere.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, that's what they said, because, okay, so our three-year-old is a big Barney fan. So one year, because we all kind of always do a big family uh, Halloween getup, and so when Ollie was going to be Barney, I was looking in, because I'm only five foot tall, I was looking to get a Baby Bop costume. Well, they really only have mascot costume for adults, and I was reading into it about how long you could stay into it, and I ended up just x it all together because I was like, Texas, Halloweens <laughs> are the hottest mother freaking humor and they're humid <laughs> and I feel you know your pain. they're saying it's like an hour, you know, and then getting in and out of a Dodge charger with a big ass mascot suit on, I'm like going, there is no way. So I was like, we're skipping this completely
0: <laughs> well and, and Bob brought up a good point. Uh, I said characters they call is it is it all the employees at Disney they call them castmates?
1: Yeah, well, cast member. Regardless of what their position is, they could be a janitor cleaning a, a toilet, or they can be uh, Cinderella. They're a cast member. They're still magical.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that's a way to make uh, make your job feel like it's important too. Like I think that's really cool that they they like include everyone. Yeah. Everyone is a part of this uh, uh, this production that's going on. This live production that's going on all the time.
1: And believe it or not, some of the uh, well. If you're a character, you're either a character that's like Mickey Mouse and like the full get up and everything, or you're what's referred to as a face character where you're dressed up as Cinderella, Gaston, like some humanoid character of some kind that has to be verbal with the guest. Both of them, both sides have to go through strenuous training.
0: Well, maybe maybe you can clear this up for us. Uh, I saw that. Actors, the actors, you know, portraying the characters aren't allowed to publicly say which characters they are in the park. Like they can't say it on their Facebook or whatever, but they can say like, I hang out with Mickey all day. Like they can say stuff like that. Uh,
1: They, They can acknowledge that they quote unquote know Mickey, but not they can't ever say, hey, I dress as Mickey Mouse. And another thing is they can never any cast member can never take a selfie while in uniform.
0: Ooh.
1: That is a fireable offense.
0: Well, and I, I also saw that uh you could get fired if, if there's a Mickey out and another Mickey tries to walk out. If two Mickeys are visible, in someone's in trouble. Place. Yeah, someone's in trouble.
1: Somebody's in trouble, but not the guy wearing the Mickey Mouse or girl wearing the Mickey Mouse outfit. Because, you know, they only have like a limited view. And if they're told, OK, go over here and... They don't do anything unless they're told to do it.
0: Right. Yeah. So if somebody
1: and- messes up and says, hey, you're coming out here. And they they take a lot of precautions behind this. Like there is backstage like a yellow or red line and you're not allowed to come out of character until you cross that line.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. That's crazy. So, literally, there's crossing the line.
0: Wow. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that took a second, but that, that finally landed. <laughs> no, that's crazy. What about this? Uh, if an employee tells you to have a Disney day, they're basically telling you fuck off. Is that
1: true? <laughs> I love this one. This one, I don't, it, it, there's a little bit of truth to it and there's a little bit of snark behind it. Uh, they're supposed to say, have a magical day, like at the end of a phone call or something. Right, but there's sometimes if you treat them really bad, that's basically the only way that they can retaliate. Have a magical day, fuckwad.
0: <laughs> so it, it, ha- I'm gonna start telling people to have a Disney day all the time. I'm just be like, have a Disney day, mother Disney.
1: <laughs> They're gonna look at you like, what? Okay, yeah, okay, you fucking. It's psycho. too hot to care.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Okay, so I got some Cinderella's Castle stuff, because I thought this mm-hmm. was really interesting. It took Disney around I... 18 months to build. It stands at 189 feet tall. If they would have built the building another 11 feet tall, they would have had to put a red blinking light at the top of it mm-hmm. for, for airplanes and stuff. So they built it underneath, they... so they didn't have to... because they. Uh, they were afraid that it would ruin the magic
1: of Cinderella's castle. I feel
2: like it would. Yeah it yeah, like takes half away. Truth,
1: there there is some truth to that. Uh it's actually the state of Florida has a law saying that any structure above ninety nine point nine feet has to have an airline light on it. And oh, okay. The thing is when you look at the castle, what you're looking at is not the ground floor. Right. There are utilidors underneath Disney World, so all of the Magic Kingdom is literally on top of the second floor.
0: Yeah, it's all built up. That's yes. trippy. Yeah, and and what's even cooler about this is apparently they they've scaled it to wh- where it's forced perspective of the yep. castle. So like the first floor, mm-hmm. when if you could walk up to it as a person, the second floor is like uh, let's just say it's like three fourths a size, and then the next floor is half the size and then the next floor is only a fourth so it's actually smaller the higher it goes because it's giving you that forced perspective of it going up way into the sky
1: yeah. and it's not just the castle that does that it's most of Main Street It's Disney is very very famous for their forced perspective where basically they build smaller and smaller and they do things like make windows longer and longer so it looks more slender and more taller than it really is
0: yeah Uh, also, I guess the bricks on the castle are not real. They are fiberglass and plaster.
1: Yeah, the whole castle is a steel structure surrounded by fiberglass. And one of the more popular myths is, and you see this around when a hurricane's coming by, people whip out photos of cranes like, oh, look, they're taking the spires off the castle. No, those things are welded in place. They're not coming off and they're supposed to hold up to 110 miles per hour winds. Oh, wow. That's so, crazy. Yeah, and a lot of people, they'll take photos like around Christmas time because they decorate the castle or around Halloween mm-hmm. or when the castle was being built and you can't tell that the photo's from the 1970s, apparently.
0: And they try to use that as, oh, look, they're taking it apart. Yep. Oh, that's Like funny. it's an erector set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the water uh, around the uh, park? Because they, they have... Uh, uh, some rides like I guess it's called the Liberty Square Riverboat or the Jungle Cruise boats. The water looks dirty, but it's not. It's actually fresh, clean water that they've put dye in to make it look brownish. Huh. So it's it's you could get in it and it's not funky looking like it really is. But if you jump in, it's probably going to only be about four or five feet deep because yep. it's That's all, exactly on rails, it. all on and rails. All on rails. And one of the. Re-
1: one of the reasons they do that is, yes, to hide the rails and to hide the uh, the mechanics of the automatronics. So, but, And it's actually really cool what they do is they put in this green dye in this waterfall that's near the middle of the Jungle Cruise. And as the boats go around and around and around, they act like a blender and stir up the color dye.
0: Oh, that's hmm. cool. I, I, that, that makes a lot of sense. That's the easiest way to do that, huh? Uh, what about the uh, the American flags on Main Street?
1: There's only one true American flag on Main Street. You look around, especially around July, you're going to see the red, white, and blue all over the place. But there's only one real American flag. And every day at 5 o'clock, a volunteer uh, veteran, they have a whole flag-lowering ceremony.
0: I love that. So that's really cool because I I had all this information, and I'm really shocked to that. You do know your Disney stuff. See, I, I'm telling you, I picked the right person to help us with all this. So yes. uh, appar- apparently, guess. The, all the flags because there's a bunch of flags, but they've altered them just slightly so they aren't necessarily the United States flag. That way, if if a tragedy happens or whatever, they, they don't have to lower the flags. They don't have to put them at half mast or whatever it is. They just have that one that they have to deal with.
1: Huh? And so. I have been there when the when the flag's at half mast. Oh, really? Yeah, it was after a school shooting. Oh. Pick which one. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I, I thought that was really interesting that there's there's only one real flag in uh on Main Street. I thought that was really neat.
1: Mm-hmm. And its exact location is uh, right when you enter. Uh, you walk underneath the Disney uh, Disney World War- railroad, and there's a little grass area in the middle with a couple of statues, and there's the flagpole right there.
0: Uh, what about the the green paint? I, I I've read that it was called go away paint, and they paint a lot of stuff green.
1: Yeah, so, like, it's it's go away paint, or some call it no seeem green. It's basically no CM green. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like this particular, not dark but not light color shade of green that kind of like a forest green that just it naturally draws your eyes away. And one of the more common places over in Disneyland. They have a thing called Club 33 with this particular door that's painted that color. Ooh. And if you don't know what Club 33 is, basically, when Disney first opened Disneyland, he wanted a place where he can wine and dine, it's like uh, business people and whatever. And so he built like this giant bar lounge area that uh, was just going to be for, for this purpose, but he, unfortunately he died before they finished constructing it, so now it's just a place where the super-rich can pay uh, an annual fee, and they just have the access to get through the door and Jesus. drink. That's
0: it. Is it at least free drinks, since you have to pay an annual fee? Or- I
1: seriously doubt it. Uh, I've heard that the fee is anywhere between fifteen to $95,000. Oh
2: my god. I just I just I read an article on Thrillist.com that said it was um about the average annual American income. Holy shit. And that the waiting list is like years long.
1: Oh my god. 15 years to get in and it's invite Jesus. only. You cannot oh. petition to get in.
2: Oh my. That is ridiculous.
0: So uh if there's any way anyone wants to get us in cuz we just recently started the 13 club.
2: <laughs> I mean, and these are some <laughs> Threes, so
0: it's me. we would love to do all kinds of bad uh superstitious things in your 33 club is there and,
1: an extremely large price i to get into this club
0: <laughs> uh no actually just do uh, uh things of the supernatural or uh, uh, uh superstitious like open umbrellas in the house uh spill salt <laughs> break mirrors and just see if something happens and then you're a part of the club. <laughs> It's just challenging uh, superstitions for the most part.
1: That's a bargain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we don't have jackets or anything yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> so, uh, yo, so that that the green paint, the go away paint, what what did you call it? No, see, wait, no
1: CM green,
0: no CM green. <laughs> I love that, by the way. Uh, it, they they paint it on fences, fire hydrants, anything that's not magical. That they garbage like.
1: cans mostly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of trash cans, apparently there's a trash can every 30 steps or so.
1: That is absolutely true. I don't know if the backstory behind this is true or not, but apparently Disney was at some carnival, some public park or something, and he was counting how long people would hold on to their trash before they drop in. He said the average is about every 30 steps. So that's why there is a trash can every 30 steps in all Disney properties.
0: Yep. And they don't sell uh, gum anywhere on the uh, Disney property. From- Would you?
2: <laughs> no,
0: because they don't want you to step on it. Addison's giving me a funny look. Like, well, chew I it, mean, spit it on the ground.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I get why, but um, does it, I mean, I feel it, like it, it's not they search you and make sure you no, don't bring it? No, no, no. It's it? not okay. like
0: it's banned. They just don't have anywhere
2: right.
1: where it's they sell it. it.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I have
0: gum on me at all times, so.
1: <laughs> well, that's fine. They're not going to like bar you as if you're a, a a dude with long hair when Disneyland first opened.
0: Well, I know I know she said that she has gum on her at all times, but she actually meant something else. Anyway, so the last thing that I have <laughs> is uh, the smell. Can you confirm the smell? <clears throat> is there a smell? You would it's go smelter,
1: <laughs> smellizer, smelters. Uh, what are these things called? Smellizers, I think. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's ways for Disney to entice you to snack and spend food. You walk by uh, a hot dog stand, and you can smell popcorn. You walk by, and they they incorporate it into some of their rides as well. Like in Soarin', where you're flying over the ocean, you have the smell of uh, seawater, of salt water. Right. So they, they use it a bunch of places. I'm not sure if they created it, but they sure as hell perfected it. Because you're walking <laughs> around like, I need a hot dog. I don't know why. I don't even like hot dogs. And give me some <laughs>
3: popcorn, too, while you're at it. Shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Popcorn's the worst. I like oh, the smell of it. just all It instantly makes you hungry.
0: I used to work at a popcorn factory. And after a year of popping popcorn, uh, you don't want popcorn for a long time.
2: I will never yeah. not it's want popcorn. It's a once in a while treat.
0: Yeah, but now I'm good. I love popcorn again. Uh, there's, there was something about maybe, maybe it was Main Street. I forgot to write this down, uh, where there's the smell of cookies, fresh baked cookies. Oh my God. Yes. Is it Main Street? Okay. I need to know It's how. a couple
1: of different places. And I'll tell you that one of my, the f- one place that, uh, my wife Alicia and I went to, it just about knocked us on our, our asses. We were in the Epcot area of World Showcase near Canada. And there was a uh, one of the trolleys was just setting up and they were just wafting out the smell of chocolate. Oh. And it was so strong. We were like, we got it. We get, is our, Are you open yet? We need some freaking chocolate now.
0: I, I feel like you did the, the cartoon thing where you just slowly float in the air. Yeah. And then, yeah. You just follow <laughs> the, the smell.
3: The, smell the aroma <laughs>
1: just dragged us to it. It,
0: it does. The, the fingers come out of the smell and it's like waving you closer. <laughs>
1: Then we got hit by the smell of poutine. It's like, nope, never mind.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so that's all I've got really for the fun facts. Do you have anything else that you can add that we didn't touch on possibly?
1: Oh, there's a couple. Like uh, the, the most famous Disney myth. What? what first off, let me ask you, what do you think the most famous Disney myth is? You know, I, I mean.
2: The- I'm ashamed to say this. I really don't know much about yeah. the famous
3: Disney myth.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: I... All right, how about have you guys ever heard the rumor that Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Ooh, sweet.
1: That is absolutely false. One hundred percent. You false. meant
0: true. We both know you meant true. You've seen. <laughs> there him. goes
3: my hopes and dreams, everybody.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, so so why is it
1: false? Well, the, the reason this. Uh, this rumor came about is because the Disney family was extremely private. And after he died, the rumors of how he died, first it was lung cancer. Then it was uh, like brain cancer. And then it was like all these different myths. And because they were so quiet and so, so private, they, the real reason didn't come out until much later. And so one of the things that some, the rumor just popped up, Oh, he was cryogenically frozen because he had a deal with GE with one of his rides. <laughs> <laughs> but the honest and truth was, Dizzy was cremated, and he has a gravesite with the rest of his family at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California.
0: Oh, very cool. So there is a hard spot that you can go visit him, and not in some kind of wacky laboratory underneath one of the rides.
1: Yeah, he's not in the DuPont network somewhere. You're
3: not eating him in <laughs> any pastries at Disney.
1: <laughs> They've just been slowly sprinkling them into some of the batters and Here's stuff. There's some
3: magic kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. How what
3: about... about the Snopes thing? Remember the Snopes uh where they said that he was a cocaine addict because of the seven doors?
0: Oh, because it was That was a
3: seven the seven symptoms of a, of cocaine addiction.
0: Yeah, something like that. <laughs>
3: Sleepy dude. <laughs> and wow. all that stuff yeah that was what kind of cocaine thing. are they on <laughs> it was like uh what was it? what the seven doors uh, I can't was remember what dopey all... sleepy sneezy and it was said uh, that that was his coming out of being a cocaine what... addict
1: <laughs> what cocaine turns you into doc that's what i want to know
3: <laughs> you guys you're invincible you think you're a doctor i don't know <laughs>
0: Okay, so let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll start getting into some of the spooky stuff. Oh, wait, I do
3: have one more question. What? How did you do any research about how much they spend on fireworks?
0: Oh no, I should I should have done that because they
3: blast fireworks every freaking night.
0: At, at what what time? It's at like at a midnight.
1: Certain t- it depends on what park you're at. Sometimes it's it, the most common time frame is about nine o'clock. Uh, it also depends on the time of year because in Florida, it doesn't get dark till like ten o'clock some days. But I can tell you, they use, they spend more on firework ammunition on a daily basis than most countries use on their military. <laughs>
0: Holy crap! Holy <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Jeez Louise! <laughs> well, that's okay. That's crazy. But I think that's a good spot to take a break because uh, that's nuts. I can't imagine that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put firework sounds right here. But
4: uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will start talking about the spooky stuff, like I said. So we will be right back. I'd like to take this time to tell you about one of our sponsors, CryptidCrate. CryptidCrate is a monthly subscription service with all kinds of cryptozoology goodies delivered to you every single month. You can find T-shirts, books, documentaries, stickers, socks, beanies, watches and all kinds of different items cryptozoology themed you may find bigfoot you may find mothman you may even find the lochness monster on some of these items i've got to say if, if you're a uh, cryptozoology or paranormal lover this is the perfect crate for you and you can save money by using the promo code secret pod to save 20 percent off your first order if you're not sure if you like the uh, cryptid crate you can get the smaller crate which is only $19.99 You can't use a promo code on it, but it's only $19.99 and you get some of the great items you'd find in the normal Cryptid Crate, but just a mini package. So try that out. You'll love it and you'll upgrade to the bigger crate. And then you can use the promo code SECRETPOD to save that 20% off your first order. So just go to CryptidCrate.com, try it out. You will love it. Now I want to plug my new podcast, my new retro video game podcast. So I'm going to play a promo from my own show. It's going to be interesting. So, check it out. I'm Player One Toby. And I'm Player Two Goose. And we are the Secret Levels Podcast. And on this show, we take
4: every retro video game or new game, break them apart in a short format,
0: and we throw a lot of jokes in between, and we have a good time doing so. We have covered games such as Streets of Rage 2, Shack Food, Pokemon Snap, Little Nemo the Dream Master, and we're going to touch on games from all different types of systems, from Nintendo to Sega to PlayStation. We're doing it from 1942 to Zelda. We're not counting numbers. Everything's part of the alphabet here on this show. So check out our show on all the major podcasting platforms, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Levels Pod. Do that or get a game over, folks. Okay, so we are back, and we're about to get spooky. Uh, Bob, you looked up the uh, fireworks facts, didn't yeah, you?
1: Yeah, I was, I was really curious about this. I couldn't remember the actual number, but there's uh, websites that claim that Disney, excuse me, Magic Kingdom, not Disney, just one theme park, spends somewhere between, between uh, depending on what time of the year it is, 41000 to 55000 a single night just in fireworks.
3: God. holy smokes batman so really and i at, bitch about spending 20 dollars out of fireworks saying,
0: yeah, i should really really July, get on their level at fourth of July, <laughs> we spent 60 bucks and we were like "Geez, they just robbed us
3: <laughs> i still have some left over i have the
0: the I shit spent, laying like, at 10 ticking. and that was like you're not getting any more so they sparklers s- they mm-hmm. spend in one day Some Americans... uh,
2: Double my income. Their
0: income for the year. (laughs) Or
3: one vehicle.
0: Wow, that's scary and sad. America. Anyways.
3: (laughs) (laughs) There are kids starving in other countries, but you make sure we get our farm (laughs) works.
0: Damn straight. (laughs) $50,000 worth. Uh, Okay, so I've got some haunted uh, stories that have happened around... I don't know which parks exactly, because... I, to be honest, I thought Disney World and Disneyland. I didn't know that there was. <laughs> this is gonna one sound bigger stupid. than the other. Well, I didn't know there was a difference. I thought they were just both called Disneyland. And, mm-hmm. um, oh, Bob slapped me on the wrist and and educated me.
3: I thought that up know? until I had family who moved to California. I want to know how much she, th- how much. Which this will be a little side thing. Bob can do. How much? Th- how much do you think Disney makes in a day?
1: Oh, God. Oh, I, it's, you know what I'm saying?
3: Because if they can spend 50000 on fireworks, just yeah. think how much they're making. And, you
1: know what? Because they're not banking I'm going to work this out because I know some numbers. Let's see. An average. Uh, let's see. Because. And does the, Magic the park Kingdom, have a
3: capacity?
1: The park does have a capacity, and they meet it around Christmas and New Year's where they will close the doors and say, nope, no one else is getting in for the day. Damn. But I don't know what that number is. But here's what I do know. That. Disney, the Magic Kingdom gets roughly 17 million visitors a year, and if you def- and here's the tricky part because
3: calculators don't go that high.
1: Well, <laughs> no, I just make it easy and just write 17. But here's the tricky part: um, they have different price structures depending on the time of year. Because if they right. expect it to be a really slow day. It's going to be a little over a hundred dollars, but on a peak day, they call it, it's going to be a hundred and forty dollars. So let's say the average is say one hundred and twenty for a single park admission to Magic Kingdom, and who? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking rich. at
0: we're looking at rich. Oh, wow. This isn't including the beverages that they sell all day, the food. Yeah, that, can nope, you imagine a beer is Just expensive. tickets. Okay, I'm ready for this.
1: Yeah, I'm still calculating. Oh
0: my God, it's that big of a number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: the paper's rolling out. <laughs> He's got one of those clear uh, <laughs> the caps. Clear, the in. little bitty green caps, <laughs> like the bankers.
1: I, this number is so high, I'm kind of doubting it.
2: I, I don't.
1: Okay, well, we're looking at roughly, if I did the math right, 2 billion. Jesus. Over two billion a day, a year.
0: Oh, yeah, no. Say God, dog. And and you got to know that that number's more. I mean, it's oh man. Let's take that number
1: divided by three sixty five. We get
3: that's just parks. That's not including everything else they've invested in.
1: That's just Magic Kingdom. So on average, we're looking at uh, on a single day uh, about. 5.6 5, five. Five point five point six million. Yeah. A Holy day.
0: shit! Yeah. That is pretty. Magical. So that's how they can
1: afford those fireworks.
3: Yeah, that's chump change.
1: <laughs> of course, that's if the park is a complete sellout every day of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But still, that's uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I would take a small percentage of that and be happy.
1: Half a buttload is still buttload. <laughs> that's right
0: okay so let's talk about some of these haunted places um so apparently people are secretly ashing their loved ones on their favorite rides without the park's knowledge
1: don't do that (laughs) yeah Don't, don't do first off it's illegal because it's private property right and you know what happens uh the most popular place for ashes to get dumped is what would you think the
3: lake or the ocean
1: yeah. Oh, like know. there. At Disney? Oh, at yeah. Disney,
3: probably at the castle.
1: It's actually the haunted mansion. <laughs> oh my goodness! And the cast members who work there have a procedure that if because you're under surveillance the whole time, don't forget that. If they see dust, uh, they're just going to vacuum up your loved one and throw out the bag. <laughs> uh,
0: well, see, it's funny that you say that because one of the stories I have is from a former employee named David Coing. He wrote a book in 1994 called Mouse Tales. In it, he talks about a family wanting to have a memorial service for a seven-year-old uh, at the haunted mansion. Uh, the family was spotted sprinkling a powdery substance onto the ride. And since then, people have reported seeing a young boy running around uh, and even crying at the exit. mm Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm-mm. They, they report that they either can't get close to him or that he just vanishes.
1: So. Well, the amount of times I've been, I don't know what what park this particular uh, myth is behind. But if it is uh, Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom, uh, I've been on that ride so many times. The only sc- crying kids I've ever seen on are my own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> okay, what about It's a Small World? The dolls,
1: Okay, I, I, I know this one.
0: Okay, the dolls throughout the ride apparently come to life at night. The staff has reported that the dolls will change pose or be moved to a different spot. Supposedly in 1999, the ride stopped and everyone had to get off with no explanation. One guest decided to take a few pictures before exiting a few weeks later when uh, she got them developed because this is before the digital age. Well, not really. 1999, we had digital cameras, huh? She she was just on the uh edge of having on the vintage game. yeah yeah she was
1: hey my mom still rocks a polaroid so I'm not gonna <laughs> knock God. it
0: well uh apparently when she got the film developed she saw a the a body of a child hanging from the rafters and mm-hmm. no one has confirmed this nor is there even evidence of of any kind of report like this because you know if something like this happened they've got to report it to the police.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and no one's seen this picture from what I could tell.
1: I've seen it. Oh, have you? Okay. I, I have seen it. It's, it's a figure, um, possibly child size, that is with, I believe, a yellow shirt with red suspenders. Uh, bright colors, by the way. So, whether this be a full-grown adult uh, with a mental problem or a child hanging... Uh, there's a couple of things you have to take into account. First off, odds are it was probably dressed like all the other figurines that were just below it. Right. And you're going to have to get through one of the most highly secure areas in the planet. Uh, climb a scaffolding that has no rails or no way to properly support yourself. Uh, get out a rope. Tie this to the ceiling somehow while hanging. Uh, wrap it around your neck, and then do your deed right there.
0: So what you're telling me is if you are like a uh, circus performer, you might be able to pull this off pretty easily.
1: I don't see a child doing this.
0: (laughs) Okay. See, because like I said, I I didn't, I mean, I didn't really look for the picture, but I was just, after they said uh, in the article I was reading, after they had said that, you know, there would be, if someone hung themselves in this ride, there would be some kind of police record of it and there isn't so i was just like oh okay that's good enough for me so but yeah, yeah. i think you're right i think uh do you, do you think it might have been one of the animatronics and someone just put it up and for whatever I, reason
1: well i'm about 95% sure it was one of the animatronics but then that other 5% five five of me is going why was it up there
0: yeah that's mm-hmm. that's the weird part that's not
1: storage that's not a good place to, uh, why would it be up there <laughs> it makes no sense
0: <laughs> yeah it, it is uh it's a really bizarre story it, i mean have you seen it i mean is it
1: I, i've seen the photo
0: okay well i mean i, I was going to ask is it like actually still there
1: no it this is not part of the attraction this is <laughs> i don't know it was it might have been a weird day I, I really don't know. I can't explain why it was up there, but I can firmly believe that it was not a human.
0: You know, one asshole cast members like Haha, this, this urban legend has started because of me. And they... I,
1: you know what? That's how most of the stuff at Disney starts because cast members start it.
0: Yeah. Well, the uh, next one I have is the ghost in space mountain. So a ghostly figure has been caught on a, uh, camera several times known as Mr. One-Way. Rumor is he was a guest who died on the Space Mountain ride in the 70s. He's been described by people who have seen him as friendly and a large man with reddish hair and a red face. He's often reported being seen getting in the seats with people and disappearing before the ride ends.
1: I have heard this rumor. I know that it pertains to Disneyland, I can't speak much of it, and I've I've actually seen the footage. Um, this is one of those. I don't believe it, but I have absolutely zero proof of what it could be. It could be um, a reflection glitch in the lens of the of the security camera because it, it, it's not very clear. It's I, I'll, I'll let the people who watch it decipher themselves.
0: Well, in a second, I've got some more. Uh, uh security camera stuff here in just a second. And I've got an explanation for possibly some of it, but I want to save it. Save it oh. until we're done with these ghosts. So the uh, the next one I got is Pirates of the Caribbean. During the construction of the ride, a welder named George either fell to his death or was crushed by a beam. <laughs> Ever since, Bob he's, he's haunted <laughs> this ride. So workers have reported to say good morning and good evening to George so he doesn't cause any problems and to stay on his good side.
1: George the Welder is kind of like a creepy creepypasta. It's probably one of those things as tradition that older cast members pass on to the younger cast members. Oh, like and a
3: n- new hire thing? Kind of, kind of uh, like- but...
1: But more of along the, it's kind of like football players slapping a sign when they head off onto the foot onto the field, right. that kind of thing, like a traditional yeah, thing.
4: Traditions, yeah. And
1: I've heard it go from uh the haunted mansion to pirates of the caribbean to uh, uh, Mr. Toad's fantastic ride. I've I've heard it pertain to a lot of different attractions.
0: You know, it's it's kind of shocking that Disney has never put a George the welder character in any kind of you know movie or anything just to kind of be like to pay tribute yeah tip the hat to like hey we know that's there now it's our character stop using it
1: yeah copyright (laughs) you know that's kind of true because there are other cast member created myths that have picked up traction to the point where disney's like yeah you know what we're gonna run with this
0: oh really i I have no idea about that
1: oh yeah one of them is in one of those photos i sent you
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Unless you want to bring it up now. I've got one more uh, ghost story. Let's hear the ghost. Okay. This is the one with the footage. Walt himself walks around at night. So, Mr. Disney is haunting one of the parks. I'm not real sure which park, actually. So, it was caught on a security camera. A white ghostly apparition appears to float across the screen. Of not just one security camera, but four different security cameras in <laughs> 2009. You can find this clip on YouTube. It's it's really interesting. This figure, uh, it walks over water, walks through a metal gate, and slightly glows the entire time. I, I watched it. It's pretty spooky looking.
3: Well, if your park made like $2 billion a year, <laughs> would your ass check on it after you're dead?
0: You're coming in from the afterlife. i got to go check my park. i, like, I got to make sure to these fuckers make sure are running it right. This family
3: is not screwing this money off. <laughs> I mean, when you build a legacy, I mean, he built one. So it's like, he's definitely going to check that shit out. It's like, God, I'm going to need a pass to go right back down where I came from because I'm
0: going to check on these mugs.
1: He, he built a freaking empire. Oh, right? yeah. Let's face it. Now,
0: have you ever seen that that footage yourself?
1: I have seen this footage. I don't remember what park it is, but I'm gonna to lean towards Disneyland because Disney World wasn't even halfway in the pre-production stage when Walt finally died in oh, yeah, 1965.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So here's here's the possible explanation for these ghostly images. It's it, there's a possibility that they're using they're reusing old tapes now. Newer technology now, they're probably using hard drives for their security systems. Probably not even using tapes, but who knows, really, what equipment they're using. It's possible that they were using tapes and they were recording over something and it's residue left over on uh, the tapes from like uh, guests being there the day before. But what makes this case weird is it clearly goes through four different... uh, uh, security cameras. Wait,
3: was it was the park empty when this happened? Yes, it was at night. So, okay, I'm sorry, but I think it'd be more creepy that, that someone had that he would go and walk around the park at night where there was nobody and check on everything, versus him being dead and doing it. Like, I don't know, I just think that's I don't know, I think that'd be more creepy as that the live man did it than the dead man does it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I thought that was a good explanation though, that it's just residue on a tape. But that was 2009? That seems kind of...
2: I don't feel like even in 2009 we really used tapes for things anymore.
0: Uh, you would be surprised. I just don't think Disney being such a big
2: yeah. Uh,
1: I thought this footage was older in 2009.
0: The well, the source I saw said 2009. Maybe, maybe that was when the article was
3: posted. I do have something to say, and I'll pause before I say it because you can maybe cut it out because it's just kind of weird and like to me. So. Michael Jackson had Neverland, right? Yeah. And everybody always said child molester, child molester, child molester. But then you had Walt Disney, who had his whole entire, you know, tribute to cartoons and kids and capturing all that stuff and lived it till he died. And didn't anyone ever say he was a child molester?
0: No, because he. You know what I'm saying?
3: Like, it's just weird that the one guy who builds, like, an empire off of it. They don't really say anything, but I mean, well, Michael Jackson. I'm was saying he like was, a creep. you know what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson was a creep and everything, but it's like, not saying that he wasn't or was, but I'm just saying, isn't it weird how like, yeah, one person does it and no one points a finger, and then another person does it and they're like, yeah, I feel like different times too, though. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. he lived, breathed, and
1: well, child. You, there is a little bit of truth to this because both Disney and Michael Jackson were very recluse. Um, they were very whimsical people. Uh, Disney was an animator and a businessman. Uh, Michael Jackson was a performer. So it, there's, I could see some not connection, but you know, I, I could see how some people would question it. But there's, I've never heard of a single right, no bit of evidence.
3: Never. Yeah.
4: Huh. Well, maybe. That's that kind of like. Have
2: you ever noticed that there's never. At least, my mom's pointed it out before, so I'm not entirely sure how true it is. But any Disney movie that you watch, at least like Cinderella and, you know, like the classics, there's not a mom. There's never a mom in any
3: that
1: of oh, yeah, these. That is Disney's influence.
3: Yes. Yeah, there's a evil stepmom.
2: Yeah, but there's never an actual mother.
1: Right. When Disney That's first true. got big and was first actually making money at being a movie producer and started getting into more forms of entertainment, he bought his mother a house in California to be close to him. And unfortunately, she died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, no. And he blamed himself for that. And a lot of people, there's never been a strong connection made, but a lot of people think that's why, you know, Bambi's mom gets shot. That's why, like, there's so many Disney characters are orphans.
2: Right. right, that's sad. Well, see, my, my mom's like, like, I said, she's pointed that out before. Like I, I am mean, obviously not when I was a child, but um, <laughs> it was it was when I was much older. It's
0: ruining one movie at a time. Your <laughs> well, but entire I childhood. basically,
2: I mean, like I had to go back and rewatch them, and now I watch them with Kaylin, and it like takes everything I have not to be like.
0: Now you're telling your little girl, "Hey, look, they don't have moms, all of them."
2: <laughs> just, well, no, I, no, I will never tell her that. She already. It alright. is weird
3: that we don't ever pick up on that until like i know though yeah
1: Yeah, just skip the first chapter in finding nemo and you're fine (laughs)
0: it's (laughs) just just an adventure tale (laughs) um but uh, she dies well i'm I'm talking about uh, well i was talking about like the whole first part well yeah but then you're not really like worried that he's missing you're just on an adventure (laughs) 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 um so uh can you tell us about these images that you sent us
1: Uh, Well, before we do that, I did want to get back to like the security footage. I do like the idea of uh, like old tapes getting reused over and over again. But here's another thing. The Disney parks are never completely empty unless there's a disaster going on like a hurricane or something else. Uh, There's always clean crew. There's always security walking around. And especially in Disneyland, you know what they have an abundance of that's out at night?
0: What's that? Rats? cats oh hey, I was close <laughs> <laughs> Just <a They>
1: different... <laughs> are... Disney actually houses and I guess quote unquote employs hundreds of feral cats to be to work as pest control to
0: keep Mickey in in what? place <laughs> I
1: know isn't is a little ironic
0: <laughs> Mickey don't go out at night please so,
3: so like the cats are they around they're not around do they capture them or what or yeah
1: they they capture what they can. They get them, like uh, they take them to a vet, get them neutered, get them uh, vaccinated, and everything. And then they have little uh, little hideaways for them that they open up at night. Cats go out sometimes. Most of the time, they come back in the morning. Sometimes they don't. So people walking around Disneyland were like, "Why is there a cat over in those bushes?"
2: Uh, it's like okay. the Aristocats.
0: That's my favorite Disney movie, by the way. <laughs> I love <laughs> it.
2: That's what it reminds me of. Okay.
1: Well, I
0: that's awesome. It, yeah, I had no idea about that. I, I, the only thing I immediately think of is, oh, how many dead cats and cat shit are they cleaning up? You know. They, oh.
3: oh, yeah.
0: That's you know that's someone's job every morning. Someone's like happiest place on the earth. My ass.
1: Yeah, I'm the cat wrangler.
2: <laughs> I feel like anyone who works there would probably hate their life. After, you know, a certain period of time. Yeah,
0: that, I, I guarantee you working there takes all the magic out of that
2: place. Oh, yeah. I, I can't. No, I can't imagine. Oh, there
1: are some people that can't turn off the magic working there as long as they do. Those are the people I am legitimately afraid of.
0: <laughs> they're they're smiling, but they're also plotting how they're going to cut you up and put the, put you in their yeah. uh, refrigerator.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just something breaks inside and they're <laughs>
0: okay. Uh the uh the pictures. Ah, yes. You sent Let's us uh, a couple of images and I I'm just which one do you want to start with and I'll try to Let's d- start
1: with the mural ones because this one's a little uh little hard to substantiate but there's a good story behind it. So,
0: from what I'm seeing, it looks like it's a it's a painting. Uh there's it's got three floors it looks like. It's it's nice, it's white. Uh everything looks clean. Um it looks fancy. That's what I'm trying to say. It looks fancy. Uh there's a couple it's supposed to be turn
1: of the century.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's a couple. Uh one kind of looks like Marilyn Monroe a little bit. A little bit. I see it. Uh the, the other one kind of looks like Disney maybe.
1: Um uh, some, a... or Wee Herman. or
0: <laughs> Wee Herman better. Okay. So they're at the bottom and there's a weird I just now noticed this guy in the bottom left corner of it. What the hell is that?
1: Oh, uh, with the fez? <laughs> yes. He's... Yeah, that, that one doesn't really jump out as much.
0: Uh, so, and then there's a, a single man on the second floor, and then there's three people on the top floor that you can barely see. But in this image that you sent us, it's got that one man circled and blown up. I'm assuming that we're going to talk about that.
1: Yeah, because there's a little, little bit of a curiosity behind that. This is a mural that they painted at the Grand Florian, which I believe opened in 1976, I want to say. And it's supposed to be uh, something that would remind you of, say, a scene from The Great Gatsby or something along, oh, along those lines.
0: Perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it.
1: And like you said, there is a character that this artist that was hired by Disney, not an actual Disney employee, made this. But... On the second story, there is a gentleman looking over the balcony down at the party guest below, and it's really small. You, They they had to blow up the image, but it looks like he's wearing a black suit with a black shirt. He's got very short, black crew-cut hair. It's, it's hard to figure out. Well, I wanted to know what you guys thought this is, the image in the insert.
0: Who wants to go first?
2: I literally had no idea. Uh, Who do we
0: think it is? Uh, What do you think about it? I mean, what is it?
1: I'll go first. What's he doing there? Who who could this be?
0: To me, it looks like he's masturbating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't see his hands. (laughs) Uh, He's got the wall of the balcony covering him from about the the bottom of his ribs down. Well, that's
2: convenient. Perfect masturbating room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh, meanwhile the people above him can see everything he's doing
0: <laughs> the people are like is that guy masturbating
3: <laughs> i don't know he looks like he's like a predator of some sort yeah
0: he looks he looks odd What what's going on with him
1: well the artist who painted it when his supervisor came over and said what's up with this guy he said oh he's just a security guard and the the supervisor said okay and he left off and he just walked off so apparently, the artist years later confirmed or admitted or whatever you want to say, claimed that this is a Nazi. What? What? Yeah.
2: Well, uh, well, <laughs> all right.
1: Those sounds are the same sounds I made.
2: <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why would you?
0: My mind is. What, what makes him a Nazi? Blown.
1: Well, I was trying to figure that out because first off you don't see the silver SS anywhere on him. You don't see a red armband with a swastika. You don't see a hat. He's not wearing a brown uniform. The Nazis don't they didn't really wear black or dark blue, whatever color that could be. Uh it's it just he claimed it was a Nazi and he's the artist, so it's like ah uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh my the next God. time I go out there, I'm going to see if I can find this mural and take a, fi- a video of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I wonder if there's is there is there more in this uh, painting? Like, is there, is there like another wall of it or something that you know of?
1: I don't know how big it is because the amount of times I've been at the Grand Floridian, I've never noticed this mural. But ever since I came across this, I'm like, I got to find this thing.
0: <laughs> That's super funny. So there's a Nazi supporter. On a mural in Disney, nice.
2: That's so twisted. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of you know love it. The
0: artist could have been like, "Well, he's a pedophile." Like they could have said, yeah. he's watching a kid." Like he <laughs> he, can, he not, literally could have well, said anything in the world and been like, "Well, that's like bitched up in your place now." See, that's that's. Mm. I don't know. That's actually a murderer. He just murdered fifteen people, and he's looking for his next victim. I mean, see, you can.
2: Yeah, I mean, in- anything. He's a time traveler.
0: <laughs> that's actually well, Jesus can... Christ. He's ta- traveled in time, and that's him. I
1: mean, I can tell you that the artist came out with this in around nine, somewhere between nineteen ninety and ninety four. So odds are it it might have been either painted over or quote unquote corrected at this point.
2: Yeah, I'm sure
1: even if it's not true.
0: If they if they corrected it, he better have a brown suit and a red armband.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine Disney leaving it there like regardless of whether it's true or not like having the artist come out and say, Yeah, I drew a Nazi on this mural. Like I feel like that would be gone within the next five seconds. Hold
0: on, this is what they do. They they paint a small child and a woman beside him. And then they're like, see we fixed it, now it's a family. And then the artist is like, Nope, that's a oh, Nazi wait. family. So the mural <laughs>
3: itself doesn't actually have like the circle of the guy. No, no, no. It's, they don't have no. blew, okay, that up. They blew yeah. it. I was gonna say that's where I was confused, like why they're pointing at
0: this one guy. So what's the deal with this next image?
1: The next image of the wedding ring. This is one of the uh this is one of my favorites.
0: I I, I was taking a stab that it's in the wall somewhere.
1: It is in the in the ground. Oh,
0: damn it. I was I was just expecting it to be different than the ground. Okay, I'll shut up.
1: But the story behind this was years ago, uh, there used to be a turnstile at the exit of the haunted mansion. Uh, People would come through after and I don't know why they would have to tabulate like how many people were going through the turnstiles on the exit. It didn't make any sense, but they eventually cut that away. And what was left in the cement was this round ring with a square metal uh, shape embedded in the ground because they just literally took the saw to the ground and they cut the pole rather than digging up the concrete and everything. Right. Well, a cast member started this rumor that that is the wedding ring from the bride that is inside the Haunted Mansion. (laughs)
4: <laughs> because the
1: story of the haunted mansion is you're going through it and you're seeing like all these husbands that she's quote that possibly have killed over the years. And she's not once seen with a ring on her hand.
0: Hmm. And that's the ring. That's cool.
1: Well, what they did was, uh, they eventually paved it over and people start coming out. It's like, where's the wedding ring? Where's it? The... There was never a wedding ring people. It was just a cylinder or metal cylinder. That got cut. That's it.
3: <laughs> uh, so it was... Then a
1: few years ago, they decided to update the queue line for the Haunted Mansion, make it a little longer and add in some entertainment. And then if you go in the standby entrance of the Haunted Mansion, and if you keep an eye out for it, you will see they have inserted a wedding ring in the cement along the queue line
0: oh. to further
1: this mythos.
0: That's really cool. I think that's super cool that they kind of included it uh, they they've re included it I I guess since it was a a legend but it it didn't have like a diamond on it like this picture the original one. no it that is
1: ju- clearly a wedding ring
0: right mm-hmm. this you're so you're saying it was just the pole it was just cut and people are like oh there's the ring
1: yeah it shows how gullible some people are <laughs>
0: that's awesome <laughs> I, that's I a finish. really cool story so be on the lookout if you uh, go to the haunted mansion ride for that wedding ring. Uh, But real quick, let's take another small break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some really terrible things. We will be right back.
2: How's it going? My name is Augie, and I host a podcast called The Short Stories of Augie Peterson. Once upon a time, I had two blogs. Then one day, I started listening to podcasts. They seemed like a lot of fun and would combine the thing I was always afraid to share with the world, my writing, with the thing I had no choice but to share with the world, my theater background. So I decided to combine them into a podcast for those millennials that don't have time to read two blogs. I read the original horror stories I write on Tuesdays and review really terrible horror movies with massive amounts of sass on Thursdays. On the first Saturday of each month, I tell my listeners about five new indie artists that I have interviewed that I think they should know about. So if you like dorks, horror, and indie artists, this is the podcast for you. Check out the short stories of Augie Peterson wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, check out augiepeterson.wordpress.com. Toodaloo!
0: Okay, podcast fans. I know we're all desperately looking for a good set of headphones. The search is over. Go to studio.com and try some of their headphones. I've got a pair of the Regent model the ones that go over your ears and I love them they have other models that go in your ears little earbuds they're bluetooth compatible that means they'll hook up to almost any device that's bluetooth capable and just on the off chance you're using an old Walkman or something they do have the auxiliary jack so you can actually plug straight into the headphones and plug in straight to your device I use that feature a lot because mine go dead it takes so long for them to go dead. That's the problem. They have such a long battery life that I forget to charge them. So I always have to use the auxiliary port. I use my headphones when I'm outside doing yard work, when I'm playing video games, and when I'm recording this podcast. So get you a nice set of headphones. Go to studio.com. My suggestion is try the Regent style. I may be saying that wrong Regent, Regent, who knows? But they're soft, they're comfortable, they're lightweight. They are awesome. So you can also save a little bit if you use the promo code SECRET. You'll get 15% off, and it's free shipping worldwide. So go to studio.com, use the promo code SECRET, and get 15% off. They have lots of really cool headphones. They're very stylish. Try them out. So we are back, and we're going to continue talking about spooky stuff at Disney. So uh, real quick, maybe you can confirm this. What's the deal with the skeleton on Pirates of the Caribbean? Because I I read that a lot of the skeletons used to be real human remains and they (laughs) had to get rid of them. And now there's only one actual skeleton skull remaining in that ride. Is, Is any of that true? Any part of that?
1: You are referencing the Disneyland version, and it's unsubstantiated whether or not there were real skeletons. But I can confirm that there is a real human remain on the Disneyland ride as of right now. Yes.
0: What? See uh, now the. Go ahead. Uh, the what, the one thing that I I read was that the the skull is on the headboard of the bed in the captain's quarters. I don't know. Is that... that
1: is a authentic, real human skull.
0: Whoa. Weird. How
1: can, is that legal? Um, well, it's private property. And I guess if you acquire it through legal means, like, through because I think I've heard that uh, most of the, the skeletons that were provided for the attraction, uh, were originally donated from Cal Medical University or something along those lines. But then over the years, they start phasing them out because, you know, bones decompose. But they kept the skull, treated it so it will stay its particular shape. Right, right. Uh, Instead of forever. in and getting, yeah. Turned to dust, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, they, and one of the reasons they kept it, I guess, is to either to continue the metho the mythos or continue like the legacy because oh there's real human remains on the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah
0: because yeah. even even when you have one skull you can say ooh there are human remains and you can make that s sound as hard as you want like the how many there's a bunch possibly <laughs> you know it does leave that question mark to be like
1: write it four or five times see if you can find it
0: yeah 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 exactly so that's interesting and kind of weird i wish they like knew whose it was so you could be like well that's captain jim
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know captain jim and his merry men of pirateers
0: (laughs) i don't know i just i wonder if they know like whose
1: whose skull it belonged to (laughs) whose head it was i don't know what i'm trying to say anymore and you know there's people out there like that was disney's skull okay buddy
0: yeah yeah and you know there's probably even those people that are like that's my grandpa's skull that's my great 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 grandpa's skull you know whatever you know something you gonna disprove it yeah (laughs) that's actually i I mean that's my great great grandpa's skull
2: that's creepy we must be related then because it's mine too.
0: (laughs) Kristen, you want to join in on this nope nope okay (laughs) uh so the other one that i had and i don't know how this is possible but apparently no one is allowed to die at disneyland so the legend is that people cannot be declared dead on the property so basically disney can always claim that no one's ever died on the property so it it, and i guess there's like rumors and stories of employees moving accident victims off the property. but I, I don't see that happening. That's too...
1: Doesn't that sound like a lawsuit waiting to happen? Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, There's no freaking way that that is... That, it's a good rumor. It's one of those really spooky good rumors, but I just don't see it.
1: I don't know. Well, I can tell you that people have died at Disney, both Disneyland and Disney World, uh, mostly because of their own freaking stupidity. But uh, most states do require that if Uh, emergency crews arrive on the scene and you dead they say you dead (laughs) it's not like they got to haul you off somewhere and have a a a doctor to anyone with a medical training can declare you dead if you are like if your head gets taken off eh, I, I, i don't
0: see you coming back from that one i just i picture the uh the doctor from the simpsons dr hubert Is that right? (laughs) And he's going. And Doctor Nick. Yeah, but he's like, "Yep, (laughs) checking the pulse. Yep, he's dead." (laughs) You know his little laugh. (laughs) But yeah, no. uh, I I guess a lot of uh, freak accidents uh, happen. I wonder. I should have looked this up because I feel like once we start, there's more questions we ask that we don't have the answers to. But I wonder how many deaths happen a year on average at either park or
3: rides fault. Yeah, and and I'm
0: not talking heart attacks. I'm talking about like just
1: freak accident. Freak accident.
0: accident. Uh, someone walked onto the rails of a roller coaster and smacked them. I don't know anything crazy.
3: Someone tripped and hit their head. Yeah. Choked on a donut. Well, I don't have the
1: uh, I I don't have the numbers for Disney World, but I do know that Disneyland nine people, nine guests have died at Mm -hmm. on the property.
4: Wow. Oh wow.
1: The very first one was in 1964, when a 15-year-old male stood up while he was on the Matterhorn, fell off, hit his head on the rail, and funny thing is, it, it happened almost 20 years later to the day, with a 48-year-old woman, unbuckled her seatbelt, stood up, fell over.
3: Oh my why? god. I mean, what what is why do people do that stuff?
1: Because they're stupid. The thing you
0: don't know is that that was that... 15 year old he had actually knocked up a woman and that was his, his oh daughter i don't want to say anything bad about the dead but that was funny the dumb gene runs I mean, in the things family <laughs> like that happened randomly
3: all the time like your your mom went on her uh cruise and that guy died of a heart attack
0: well my my dad went on a cruise a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and Someone's someone jumped overboard side. And like Ugh. crazy stuff happens. You you never know with people.
2: Wait, say that. Say say that word again. Cruise. No.
0: Jumped overboard.
2: <laughs> you died. say it so funny. You make it two words. Jump. You say overboard. Overboard. It's I- overboard. <laughs> when you said it. You like separated. Now I'm thinking. Them there's two. a story. Did
1: they find him? Uh,
0: th- they did. They swept well, the
3: waters for like yeah, hours. They had to like stop. They,
2: and they circled were the
0: waters for. It, it like it delayed them
3: for hours. <laughs> yeah, they
0: got delayed and uh, they ended up having to give up and let the uh...
3: like it's hard to show sympathy for someone yeah, who just ruined your damn vacation. I guess that's how I'd feel. I'd be like, I don't I want to be sympathetic for Wait, this person, but sometimes they... it's like I paid $1,500 for this cruise. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I'd be. I'd be like, God, dog, did they not and like immediately call the Coast Guard?
0: Well, well they did, but it's hard on... to turn that big ship around, and I'm sure mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, it doesn't
1: turn on a dime.
3: Right. <laughs> like,
0: it's, like a, it's like a jet ski. a <laughs> jet drifting. It's like a jet You're ski. They the just Titanic turn real hard. Doing a Yui. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, they're out in the middle of nowhere where it's, right. you know, and the Coast Guard's no, going to take hours to get out there. They could
3: be in, you know, uh, what do you call it, the waters, like the where they cross over into other countries like Northern oh yeah there. international yeah international waters yeah so then that becomes an ordeal
0: well we're not really talking about cruises today <laughs> we're talking about disneyland and disney world uh they have there disneyland disney and
2: disney world cruises, they have cruises.
0: <laughs> that's Thank that's you. for the part two of this episode haunted <laughs> disney cruise rides i wonder Let's if see. anything's ever actually like happened i don't want it, like i guarantee it at least something something happened I can
1: tell you that a Disney cruise is one of the safest cruises you will ever take until it's
0: not <laughs> until
1: until there's a major catastrophe and the whole ship goes down like yes
0: bumpers I mean that's what they said about the Titanic you know. <laughs> It's safest. <laughs> the don't, the don't cruise get
2: it
3: started. literally is like a bumper car that has the bumpers on it. And then there's like a track that it takes the whole entire way. <laughs> that way you just think that it's like,
0: you know, it's not, but it experience. is now. It's only five feet deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's on a track itself. And everybody's like, yeah, look at us going. <laughs>
0: That's so great. and So stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, no lawsuits, no deaths. Back to some, uh, tragic accidents uh do you got another one or do you want me to go with my one that i've got
1: well i got another one that involves disney transportation but i want to hear what what else you have
0: so i've got the story of debbie stone which this one's really sad i i don't want to make any jokes because this one sucks <laughs> debbie was as we say with a laugh <laughs>
3: i'm sorry when somebody says it, it's just, debbie it's was
0: uh, an 18 year old cast member at disneyland in 1974 she was a host on a new ride. The ride was called the Carousel of Progress, and it was being updated to a new ride called the America Sings. I guess
1: uh, you're 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 kind of right with that. Uh, the house, the the theater that it was in, was the Carousel of Progress, and then they had moved it in 1974 to Walt Disney World, and they opened up a new attraction called American Sings. Oh,
0: okay, okay. So right this uh, this. Uh, Ride had a round stage that would rotate the walls for different set pieces to come up. Uh, uh. They, they basically they could just change stuff real quick without having to like turn out the lights and move stuff around like in plays and whatnot. Uh, apparently, she was too close to the corner of where the walls rotated and it crushed her. One of the guests heard the scream and told the cast member, but it was way too late. And there is an urban legend uh, that the cast member. Uh, have seen the spirit in the room and can hear her saying, be careful. So that's creepy. I guess the cast members that work in that area. Be careful.
2: Did you know there was a measles outbreak? This is really random. Sorry. Yes. What? In 2014. Yeah. um, At Disneyland. Yeah. It resulted in 133 cases, including 40 visitors. And most of them were unvaccinated children. And they, it says in total, at least 27 cases of measles have been directly traced to the Disneyland outbreak.
0: Now, when you hear something like that, Bob, since you're a Disney World uh, fanatic, do you like raise your nose a little bit and you're like, yeah, there you go, scum Disneyland with your measles outbreak?
1: <laughs> that That's more on the parents for not vaccinating their kids. Together. Yeah. yeah.
0: When it
2: said, it something. said that, um, that, sorry, I lost it. Um. Patient zero would have been an international traveler visiting the part from a cur- country currently experiencing an outbreak.
3: Well, that's like whatever. What was the one? Zika. The, not the Zika, but the one where they isolated. Oh, we had that here. Uh, of um, course,
0: y'all got not terrible <laughs> it was from, area for fly. Uh, what for was it mosquitoes. from Africa?
3: What was it that they were like stopping off flights from Africa? Because, um, like, yeah, the yes, Zika. It wasn't
0: Zika. It was, it was Zika. No, it was. We did a whole episode on it. It was Way a, back in the day, don't go listen to Zika. it. Bad quality. I
3: feel like it was re- more recently than
0: Good promotion. Zika.
3: It was. It was. Um, it was along the lines of measles and months, but it was the, um, it was a virus. The one
0: that had the babies. It would like affect the babies with like smaller heads and stuff.
3: No, not Zika. I know where you're trying to go with that. <laughs> okay, but that's great. <laughs> I tried. I tried. You're trying to say yeah, it's Zika. No. Okay.
0: What about another uh, uh incident at Disney World or Land, either or? Disney.
1: Well, there's a a couple of stories that revolve around the Disney monorail, and some of them I think you guys are going to love it. First off, the Disney monorail began over in Disneyland, and it was just like a little thing that just went around, I guess, Tomorrowland or certain portions inside the park. It didn't really go to any resorts or outside the the venue in any way. Uh, The guy in charge of making the Disneyland monorail by Walt Disney himself was under tremendous pressure. The guy's name escapes me, but he literally, because of electrical problems and manufacturing issues and all kinds of other problems they ran into, they didn't have it running until six hours before it was supposed to debut. Oh my goodness. And the monorail back then, uh, the ceiling was much lower than it is now. (laughs) The conductor would sit at control, or he would stand with a control panel in front of him and there would be like this bubble shield where his head can fit in so he can see where he's going. Huh. The interesting thing about this, on its debut day, it kidnapped the the vice president of the United States. What? What? Richard Nixon, with his daughters, were visiting the park. Disney himself was there with his daughters. They get into the cabin, the very front of the monorail, and it's the guy who's been in charge of the product the whole time. He's conducting the monorail on his first day. They get in, they close the door, and Dizzy says, let's go. And, you know, when the boss says, let's go, you're going. Right, yeah. The problem is, they were supposed to let other guests onto the train as well. That also include Secret Service, who were left outside and trying to figure out, what do we do? So Secret Service men are running underneath the rails of the monorail (laughs) and just following it. They keep this is just one track. It's not going anywhere, but they're freaking out. What they're on the radios. They're doing. They're just running after it. They're going nuts. They go all the way around. <laughs> they pull into the station, and Nixon's daughter said, "Can we go again?" Disney said, "Let's go." So they just it not even coming to a complete stop. They <laughs> slow down, then took off again for another. lap Oh my lap. gosh! So
0: and, and Disney wouldn't have any clue that the the people on the ground are freaking out. Which makes it even better. Uh, now, if he knew that they were, that makes it even 10 times better. He's just like,
1: he did know because Nixon <laughs> noticed it and he was laughing his ass oh off at gosh. it. Oh my God. That
2: is so
0: great. That is a great story.
1: Unfortunately, that's probably the happiest moment that's ever happened with the monorail.
0: Yeah. Do you got some bad stories on the monorail?
1: Yeah, there's, uh, there's two other stories uh, one pertaining back to the Disneyland monorail. Uh, apparently, there's this thing that Disney does called- several times. Uh, I don't know if they still do it, but it's called Grad Night.
2: Yeah, annually.
1: And apparently, this is when kids just go nuts and think they are they can do Invincible. whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, during Grad Night, a 19-year-old male tried to sneak into Disneyland by climbing onto the monorail track. Uh, the guards saw him started yelling at him to get down. It's like, dude, get the train's coming. Get off the, the monorail. He didn't get out of the way in time. Was oh. he deaf? It, now, no, he must have been. Or he was just... Aw- or drunk, probably, because it's grad night. Let me... Because let me, those kids sneak in. Let beer. me ask
0: this question, because I've never been on a monorail. How loud are they Like when they pass?
1: They're electrical. Right, yeah. um, you can hear them coming, but... They're not anywhere near a normal sound level of a train. Right.
0: It it would be enough I mean, to where you would notice, right? That's safe to say. Yeah, yeah you I would notice it, and if you're standing lights, on the track, you're gonna yeah, feel it. Oh, yeah, that's that every, true. I didn't every think a
3: certain amount ab- that they hit that it, the light starts kind of like going off. I think.
0: I guess it would make sense that it would. You would definitely feel it if you couldn't hear it. So no, you can't even so say that he had bad hearing.
2: Well, and
1: yeah, I'm willing to bet the the kid was intoxicated because after it hit him, it dragged him another 35 feet. Yeah,
2: it said that um, he jumped onto a canopy beneath it, and he when he was hit, he was dragged like 40 feet. Uh, and the security guard who had warned him to to not it, do it in the first place ended up having to hose the kid off the underside.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, ooh, ooh, that kind of made me sick. That kind of stuff doesn't make me <laughs> sick usually. Ooh. Tell us another bad story.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Give me more. Give
0: me more. My, my <laughs> thirst for blood has Tell us a story, Uncle Bob. <laughs> I need more uh, bloodthirsting stories.
1: Well, this one was fairly recent, back in 2009 during the July 4th weekend. Uh, first off, let me uh, introduce. The Walt Disney World monorail system has 12 trains because they have three different tracks that they go on. There is red, coral, orange, gold, yellow, teal, lime, green, blue, silver, black, and peach. So
3: every color in the rainbow?
1: No. Uh, just about, uh, except for anyone who went to Disney before this are probably saying to themselves, wait a minute, I remember riding a train that was either pink or purple.
0: Oh. Oh, gosh.
1: These two trains did exist at one point.
0: They did. So so what has happened to them?
1: Well, in uh, July 5th, 2009, in a just abundance of stupidity, lack of being smart and just all around bad luck, Monorail Purple uh, was pulling into its location when Monorail Pink was supposed to be going into its service dock because there's a portion where the track changes so they can go off and get service for the night. and This is about 2 a.m. when the parks are closed. Unfortunately, the track never changed, mm-hmm. so when Monorail Pink went into reverse, it never got onto the service track. It stayed on the same track it was originally on. Oh, no. Because it was 2 o'clock in the morning and the windows were fogged, basically the operators who sit at the front going backwards have no way of seeing where they're going, and they're basically just trusting their radios like okay let's i'm just gonna just go with it and see what happens (laughs) tell me when to stop yeah unfortunately the uh the pilot of monorail purple saw the train coming he tries to throw it in reverse but the monorail is coming at full speed well not full speed about 20 miles an hour for a monorail that's pretty fast and it slammed into the front of Monorail Purple.
0: And it, I mean, obvious. This is an obvious, stupid thing to point out. It's going to hit it direct on. It's not like it's a car turning off. It's twenty miles an hour, not even trying to turn. You know, and and miss the object. It.
1: Yeah, there's nowhere for it, it to it go.
0: But rammed it real
1: hard. Hard enough where the uh, they could not move either train for at least two days.
0: Holy shit!
1: Trying to clean up everything.
0: Wow. Ooh. So that, that was pink yeah, and purple that, that collided, you said?
1: Yep. And they retired both of those colors and they introduced teal and peach. Huh. Wow. Did anyone get hurt in that or? No cast members got hurt and a lot of, or excuse me, no guest got hurt. Wow.
0: That's amazing. And
1: a lot of people. Yeah. Because there was a, uh, some people on the purple track or purple train. Hmm. And, they were in the process of getting off, but when the purple pilot saw the pink train coming, he closed the doors and started backing up to try and save them. Unfortunately, he was the only fatality in the entire oh, crash.
0: Man. But, I mean, it, it, it still sucks. Hero's death, he, he helped save other people by, you know, doing what he did. Ugh, that sucks. That's terrible.
1: And it was just like a combination of like really bad management happening that day. Like the original manager who was supposed to be overlooking everything called. uh, He came in, decided he was sick and left, but he didn't return his radio to the right place. So the manager who was on duty uh, used his cell phone and he was out at a nearby Perkins or something monitoring everything through his phone. So there was no management in charge of and all Mickey this. Mickey was in his office when... doing blow.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: fuck, fuck the guest.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Mickey, if you would have been paying attention.
3: Look at this ghost walking across water.
1: <laughs> and you know, with, with that tragedy, there's actually been no myths that I've heard of of a ghost or anything around the monorails.
0: No one to blame you on. yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Not yet. Give it because that one's that was one, you said two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. Not, ghosts usually take a, a ten years to fester, so uh, two more years. Gosh.
2: <laughs> there, in two thousand and six, a man reportedly jumped to his death from Disney's Contemporary Resorts inner A-frame tower. Ooh. Um, it shut down the yeah. monorails. Ooh. But reopened later in the day to normal operations.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, Didn't can't, even.
3: Can't, can't interrupt cash flow.
0: <laughs> yeah. God. Holy crap. And in 2015
2: at Walt Disney World Speedway. When a driver at the exotic driving experience. Which is no longer there. <laughs> um,
1: it, oh, it, yeah, was, it used to be a petty Raceway. It was
2: uh, demolished in August 2015 to expand Mag- Magic Kingdom parking. But uh, apparently they let. Reckless twenty-four-year-old guys drive Lamborghinis at a hundred miles an hour. Nice. Yes.
1: Yeah. If you pay for it, they'd let you drive it on that that little road track they have. Yeah, wow.
2: he. Uh, it says,
1: he drove it until it didn't drive anymore.
0: Is that what you're about to say?
2: No, no, well, until yes and no. Until
0: it stopped.
2: The twenty-five year, twenty-four-year-old was driving the Lamborghini at a hundred miles an hour in the wrong direction on the track. Oh my and god. And he. Um, hit one of the driving instructors who was 36. Oh.
0: Aww. What an idiot. And then
2: Walt Disney World uh, was fined $7,000 by OSHA.
3: That's it. Yeah. yeah that's it. What's a job change?
1: Well, cuz they could they really couldn't stop it. Right. I mean, they allowed the guy on the on the track, but they once that engine started up, it was like, "All right, you're on your yeah, own." Yeah,
0: that's nuts. That guy was probably fine. I don't know a single
2: different. 24-year-old, myself included, that should be allowed behind the wheel of the Lamborghini.
3: Speak for yourself. Driving <laughs> that fast, I'd be behind a Lamborghini
0: if I could.
2: Well, I would too if I could, but should you be? Probably not.
1: Uh, do you got any more stories? Uh, you know, there's a couple other really minor myths, like outside the. There's, actually, these are more haunted mansion stuff. <laughs> um, outside the haunted mansion in Disney World. Um, excuse me, Disneyland. A lot of people believe that there is a hearse out there that was used for Brigham Young's funeral, which is completely untrue. That is like a major myth that goes around. It's just a plain white hearse. But the fact that it's there is because there was they included a black hearse in front of the Haunted Mansion at Disney World that was at one time a movie prop. And it became so popular they said, Hey, let's put a white one at Disneyland since we have a black one here. Uh,
0: and because, you know, you can take a picture in front of both of them and collect them all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the one in Paris has one too. It's
0: it's pink. No, I don't I don't know.
2: Don't tease me. <laughs> that I'm
0: an asshole. <laughs> uh well, uh I I'm out of stuff to to talk about. Do you is there anything else that you want to bring up
1: on this? Um they use bromine instead of chlorine in their water. What's that? Bromine? <laughs> uh, bromine is a less, uh, uh, less toxic, less, uh, noticeable by the smell. Oh, okay. Uh, cleaner for the water.
0: Oh, huh. I've never heard of that.
1: I'm, I, that's just a stupid, random thing. <laughs> like, flora? I don't know why that one <laughs> popped in.
0: <laughs> they, they, add, to add the conspiracy, uh, they use lots of fluoride, and that's how they control you to spend more money on their gift shops. So, isn't that the casinos? <laughs> oh wait, no, they use oxygen. <laughs> that's <Yeah. right>. oxygen. <laughs> well, I, I think I think this kind of wraps it up. What do you say? Good to go. We, we good, mm-hmm. do you, Bob? <laughs> we're good, <laughs> Bob. We we really appreciate you yeah. uh, and your expertise because this was fantastic. Uh, uh, will you please? plug away all your stuff
1: i'm bob i'm with the Cretans guild i'm one third of the trio you can find us on ipod on uh, ipod i itunes <laughs> on, with your ipod uh let's see what else uh, google play in case you don't like itunes uh also podbean is where we post most of our stuff on the nerd or not podcast uh we do talk more than just theme parks it's just that's what i'm really into <laughs> Uh, we're all like all over the place, nerd wise, for both uh, pop culture, nerd culture, tiki culture, WWE, and theme parks. Boy, that is the weirdest collection of <laughs> stuff to hey, be into. But if
0: you're if you're a nerd and you're a fandom and you you like something, you've got something for everyone. Pretty much
1: is is. There's got to be something yeah, for everybody. Yeah,
0: you cover all the basics for nerds, and then even outside of the basics bubble. So you get it all covered. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. And if you also want to get hold of us, you can find us at Cretans Guild. That's both Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. We have a channel. Go ahead. Give us a subscribe if you like. We will love you forever. And in uh fitting fashion, I'd have to say, please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantegas, <laughs> Alejandro de las Puertas.
0: Oh, that was great. <laughs> well, again, thank you for coming on. And, uh, I guess we we will end it here. And uh, everyone want to say adios, muchachos. See you later.
3: (laughs) Goodbye. Or have a Disney day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Have a magical (laughs) day. Magical day.
0: And that's gonna be our episode for this week we appreciate you listening I'd like to thank Bob one more time for coming on and giving us the Disney knowledge go check out his show it is the Nerd or Not podcast it's a lot of fun go check it out and we want to make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Trans Pod. we have a Facebook group that you can like I'm not very good at updating it so like it anyway and when I update it it'll be there you can help support the show By donating to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash secrettransmission. We've been posting bonus episodes. They're little uh, news headline updates. Uh, We talk about stuff that's happened in the news here recently. They're a lot of fun. They're goofy. Zanger from the Zang This podcast joins me every once in a while. And, uh, yeah, we knock out some headlines. Lots of fun. And you support the show. And there's different tiers... There's a tier for stickers and all kinds of goodies. I've been ordering some uh, stuff, so if you support, you will get a, a, a sticker package in the mail full of all kinds of Silly Willy stickers. You can also support us by ordering a t-shirt from our T Public account. It is tpubliccom user slash secret transmission. We've got all kinds of t-shirt designs. They come in lots of different colors. So go check them out at least. Make sure you check out studio.com for those awesome headphones. And remember, it's Secret at checkout for 15% off, and they have shipping worldwide and Cryptid Crate. Go to cryptidcrate.com, use Secret Pod, and you'll save 20% on your first order. That's it for this week. We hope you come back next week and listen to us as we try to explain the unexplainable.
4: say goodbye, (laughs) Roger. (laughs)